Welcome to Rama's Weekly Podcast. We're not calling it Craig's Podcast. We don't want T-Mac to feel you know, left out over there. Forlorn, lonesome, orphan little child. Yeah. Uh, this is actually episode number nine. Nine. Nine episodes. We've done this you know, nine different times. Well, eight because you missed one. I missed one because I left. Yeah. We, we had to put dad in your place, and he was a little better. But was he okay. better? <laughs> <laughs> you have him some IBC root beer? He didn't have IBC root beer. Yeah. But, it, you know, Thanksgiving, maybe the Lord will provide for we'll him. Provide for him. Yeah. But anyway, you know, we're glad to hear from you. Uh, many of you have wrote us this week, um, written us, emailed us. <laughs> Uh, C. Hagen, C-H-A-G-I-N, at Rama, R-H-E-M-A, dot org. Let us know um, what you think about the podcast, may, maybe what some things you might want us to talk about. If you got a better name than Rama's podcast, um, you can do that as well. We're joined once again with Aaron, Aaron Antis from Shaw Homes, shawhomes.com, Oklahoma's largest home builder uh, and Rama graduate. Um, and we're, we're talking about, we're going to kind of segue where we left off with our, our last episode and, and he was talking about, you know, 2020 and 2020 has obviously been a crazy year. Um, in, you can say that again. <laughs> in many people's lives and, and, you know, not only in, you know, we've had the coronavirus, we've had all kinds of government, you know, whatever going on. Um, I mean, crazy, crazy things. But Aaron, you, you were telling us um, what the Lord told, told you about, um, my grandfather's book. Go ahead, go ahead and share that once again. Yeah, thing. so uh, late January of 2020, I was driving between two of our developments, our neighborhoods, and and um, just the Lord said to me, he said, you need to get out the believer's authority and you need to read it again. And he said, and I don't just mean read it to like check it off a list, mm-hmm. but read it like your life is going to depend on it. And then he told me, and you need to get a whole bunch of extra copies of it and start giving it to anybody and everybody that hasn't read it. Or if they have read it before and they don't have a copy of it, give it to them. And so I started doing that in January. I've given out hundreds of copies of it. And uh, and actually, I've had numerous people who have come back to me and said it has absolutely transformed their life. And, you know, I think it's really important. And actually, I, I spoke, I think it was in January here at the church, and I've the Lord also told me to, to, to read the book. And um, I, I told everyone they need to get a hold of, of the believer's authority and, and read that. In fact, I said that we should read it at least once a year, probably multiple times you know, in a year, because, you know, it's one thing to hear about authority and another thing to be reminded over and over and over again, especially, you know, this is before, obviously, the whole pandemic thing started, before any yeah. of the wildness messed up. But, but you know, it, it is awesome how the Lord forewarns us it's yes. part of the showing you things to come we talked about last yeah, episode. yeah. amen Tony. And, and and so you know you know he he warns us about things to come but i don't believe that you know first of all if you want to get a copy of, of the believer's authority you can go to our website rama.org um, backslash bookstore and order it there or you can order it on amazon or or if you want a digital copy you can go to the iBook store or, or the Amazon Kindle store or actually Barnes & Noble. Let's bring those iBooks numbers up, people. Come on, help yeah, me out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for, for, for what Tony's referring to is majority of people on our online um, uh, um, ebook sales go to Amazon. So that yeah. they're the number one seller of ebooks. That's why I normally push that. But, you know, because Tony likes the i products you know, product because he, he, he's you know he likes he thinks he thinks it's his product it's yeah, not it's his actually, product it's my product my no, i product. products so <laughs> but anyway i do encourage you to get a hold of the believer's authority and read it yeah. you don't just put it on the bookshelf 
but actually read it. And everyone in your home should read it. Yes. And, and I believe, you know, that we all need to understand our authority in, in the name of, of, of Jesus. And, and yeah, I mean, the Lord told me, Craig, that you're going to need to know how to use your authority. That's why you need to read it. And when I say read, I mean study it like it depends. Your life is going to depend on it. it's not just it. like reading a Reader Digest uh-uh. or a novel. You're, you're talking about, you know. Pulling out th- that highlighter. Yes. Yeah. And, and highlighter, at- notes. If you look at my copy, it is covered with highlighter spots, notes that I've written next to it. Because um, we want to walk yeah. in this stuff. We've got to yes. practice it. Amen. That's right. And, you know, what? what, what is interesting, um, some of you, you know, guys don't know the stats, but um, the Believer's Authority actually usually hovers around the 50th most popular Christian book almost every month. Oh, wow. wow. I mean, you know, so I'm, I'm not saying that every month, but, but I've seen, you know, a number of different more things. More often than not. More often than not. And it's kind of unusual because usually people have a new book and it's the new hottest thing or whatever, and then right. pretty soon it's off the charts. Flashing the pan. I mean, you know, meaning off charts, like not on the charts. Yeah. But the Believer's Authority keeps, keeps popping up over and over, right around the 50 mark for Christian books. And, you know. Um, That's pretty significant. It's pretty it's significant. Written a long time ago. Yeah. Too, and, you know, and. And the, the, the millions of copies uh, that are out there, and not only English, but all kinds of different languages. I, I, I know that we have at least four or five million in, in, in the Russian language. It's been translated in Russian and all kinds of other different languages. And so, um, you know, it, it is a, a, a book that probably defines our whole ministry. Yeah. I mean, pr- probably the, the most popular book that my grandfather wrote. But you know what? My grandfather didn't even write that book. The Lord wrote that book. Yeah, <laughs> amen. You know, a lot of times, he, you know, all he did was interpret the Bible. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. And so a lot of times we say, well, well, you know, so-and-so wrote this book. But, but if you read that book, you're going to find a lot of God in very, very little mm-hmm. Brother Hagen. Maybe a few True. of his stories. I mean, because, yeah. you know, always. But, but, you know, 2020 is a year that we do need to know our authority and be able to exercise our authority. But not just in 2020. You know, we, we, we're going to need it in 2021. And. And I mean, I don't see things getting better. Do you, Aaron? I mean, you know, with, with, with. I think, uh, here's what I think. I think our nation is, well, first of all, I'll say there's two nations on earth that God cares very much about. There's more than that, but I would say these two are unique in that there's Israel, which is God's chosen people. And then there's America, who are the people who chose God. Mm, that's good. So those two have, I believe, have a special place in God's heart because of those things. And so when I look at where we are as a nation today, I feel like right now we are the children of Israel standing at the edge of the Red Sea before the Red Sea has been parted. I feel like our nation was born through miracles Just like as Israel left Egypt and left Pharaoh, that God did miracle after miracle after miracle to bring them out of bondage. And there was like nine miracles that led them up to the edge of the Red Sea. And then they stood there at the edge of the Red Sea and they said, should we go back to Egypt? It wasn't so bad. Should we go back? Because now we've come up against something that's too big for God, you know? I feel like we've come up to the edge of the Red Sea and all we need is to take our staff and put it in the water and watch God work and watch him part the Red Seas so that we can go across to the promised land. And I think what the promised land looks like for America 
is a nation that's not being, um, that doesn't have these huge technology companies stopping what God wants to be said in the media being said. That these movies in Hollywood are no longer about the horrible things that they're about, the sexual exploitation and the violence and all those things, but a nation that again turns to God. I believe that we are on the edge of the third great awakening in yeah. our country. And I believe all we need is to trust the same God who brought us out of Egypt, which for us was England, and brought us over to this new land, which I found out a very interesting side note fact. The Mayflower Compact Agreement, the 400-year anniversary of it, was November 11th of this year. Yeah. And the 400th anniversary of them leaving to come here was September 6th. November 11th was my son's 18-year-old, 18th birthday. The day he became a man was the 400-year anniversary. <laughs> That's cool. And mine and my wife's anniversary was the day they left to come here, which is September wow. 6th. Oh, wow. So if you would, from now on, refer to me as the Mayflower the family. Mayflower, the Mayflower awesome. man. The yeah. Mayflower man. <laughs> so, um, but I believe that God brought us through all these miracles to bring us to this point, not to fail us and not to bring deliverance for our country, which... There is an agenda. I, I will say this. When when the coronavirus first got into the news and everybody said this is a global pandemic, my immediate response to that was, was the Lord took me to 1 Corinthians 15 and started talking about that the enemy is coming against America, just like he can't, has been coming against Israel, nation after nation after nation after nation has tried to wipe Israel off the map from the time of its birth until now. Why would America be any different? It's the same enemy. There's only one enemy. It's not all those nations. Yeah. It's not the Democrats here in America. It's not the Republicans in America. It's not China. It's not Iran. It's the enemy of our soul. And he wants to snuff out the gospel. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. And he has been wielding the weapon of the fear of death over the entire planet. People are terrified that they're going to die from coronavirus. And so he's been wielding the weapon of the fear of death. And the Lord took me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and he said, there is only one who holds the power over death. Yeah. And the enemy doesn't have the right to wield it over man because God is the author of life. He is the alpha and omega for our life. He is the beginning and the end. And that is true about our nation. People think our nation is coming to an end. No, I got news for you. The alpha and omega of our nation is God. He was the alpha who started it. We are the people who chose God and he will be the end for our nation. I believe we're about to step into a period of such blessing on this nation that I believe we are going to reverse the um, Roe v. Wade which has brought a curse on our nation for many years. God is very serious about the death of innocent blood, innocent blood being shed. Cries and, out. And, yeah. Exactly. And so you're saying reverse the curse. I am saying the curse is about to be reversed. And when that happens, it's going to open a period of American history unlike anything we've ever seen. 
And it is going to bring such prosperity on our nation that it is going to flood this nation and the believers who are walking in their authority, that are led by the Spirit, that use their faith. He is going to take those people and he is going to carry his message to the ends of the earth. And then when that precious fruit comes, then the end will come. But I believe that's what's in front of us. And yes, it looks dark. But the enemy brings a counterfeit of everything. He is, this whole thing all summer that we've been hearing about, about these woke people, is the counterfeit of the great awakening <laughs> which is about to happen. Amen. So, so the, the woke people are, are, aren't awake. The woke people are asleep and they are blinded and they have scales over their eyes. That's what they are. Yeah. Yes. Now, now something, Aaron, um, you know, I guess when, when, I, when I read my Bible, my Bible says that Jesus Christ took the stripes on his back, and by his stripes we were healed. Now, that means we were healed from everything, including things that we don't even know about, like the coronavirus or, yep. or like COVID-19, because the coronavirus has, has been around for a long time, but this strain of the coronavirus, yep. you know, we were healed from that. Yeah. Because I, I, don't, I don't see Christians claiming that. I, I see Christians thinking, oh, my goodness, I might die because somebody else did. Yeah. I mean, you know. And, and and there are people who are dying. I get that. But, I mean, you have a better chance to live than you do die. Truth. You do. <laughs> I mean, I mean 99.997% chance of survival. Yes. That's a pretty small percentage yeah. chance. And, and, and so if so. I walked outside and, and I heard it was 99.9% .9 chance that it's going to be sunny, I would probably think it's going to be sunny, Correct. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I wouldn't I'd think be, I'd be taking my sunglasses I mean, with me. There you go. Have my sunglasses on. I, I wouldn't be bringing my umbrella, you know, you know, because it's going to be sunny. But you know, here we have ninety nine point nine, and we're like, oh no, that point one percent, you know, might happen. Now, I guess if you're over sixty five, there is a little higher percent than ninety nine nine. But but it's still not at least ninety nine. I mean, if there's ninety nine percent chance, ninety nine. I'm still bringing chance. my sunglasses. All right. Now, now I, I do know, you know. Here in here in Oklahoma, if it's ninety nine percent chance it's going to snow, it's not going to snow. <laughs> <laughs> that's true in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, little, but, but that's a little, a little bit different. I mean, you know, it's just but but you know, it seems that people are are going to an extreme over a small number. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, it is true. I I mean, you know, we, we know people. Although healing is for us, we know people that have passed away. Good people have passed yeah. passed away of, of of all kinds of diseases, mm -hmm. of car wrecks, and all kinds of things. You know, but but we don't focus in uh, on the small percentage. We we focus in uh, on you know on, on the larger percentage. But it seems that this year we reversed that. Yeah. But maybe because the woke people, yeah, uh, the woke people are, are are trying to tell us differently. But but you know what? One place you can come and you can learn how to follow the Spirit of God. You you, you can learn about your authority is Rama Bible Training College. Yes. And so if you're listening out there and you and you're like, you know what? I mean, Aaron sounds like he's really smart and like he's, 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 he's learned something, but he learned that at Raymond Bible Training College. That is true. And so rbtc.org, rbtc.org, you can find everything you want to know about Raymond Bible Training College. And um, man, we would love to have you a student here. And I, I tell you what, it doesn't matter how you, know, you were 26 whenever you came to Raymond. Yeah. I don't care how old or how young you are. God has a plan for your life. Yeah. Yes, he does. And, and, you know, and, and if you're searching, and like I said, many of you, your 2020 has, you've lost your job. Um, maybe you've lost your, your, you know, whatever's going on. It might be a good year to, to, to say, 
hey, you know what? Let's just make a switch and let's move to the Tulsa Broken Arrow area, which is not a bad area, even though Aaron said you didn't want to live here after you graduated. But, <laughs> but you know what? God had other plans. Yes, he did. And, um, and I'm thankful I'm here. And, you know, God's a good God. But, but um, you know, I just think it's interesting that, that, that you know, he's, he woke us up. Yes, he did. You know, in, in January and said, hey, get back to your roots. Yeah. Get back to your roots. You know, the believer's authority is something, a message that you don't hear a lot of people teaching on anymore. No. You know, a, a lot of Christians that, that, you know, they've said, well, yeah, I learned that a long time ago, and that's kind of on the shelf or, or, or whatever. But but uh, I believe it's always, we need to get back to the basics of faith. Yes. You know, can you believe or can you not believe? Yes. And, and I, I think what's really important is that you're talking about the, the children of Israel crossing the Red Sea that, you know, all Moses did was stretch out the rod. That's right. He didn't cause, he didn't cause, God does the work. He didn't cause the sea to open. You know, our keynote scripture here at this ministry, Mark 11, you know, 23, you know, it says to say to a mountain, it doesn't say to move a mountain. It says to say to the mountain, it's going to be removed. You know, and so that's part of our authority. Our authority is to speak to our situation. Because if we don't, he won't. Yes. And so, and so, you know, and, and of course around here, I have been teaching even before 2020 started. I told everyone that 2020 is going to be my best year ever and that I, I'm going to claim it every day. And, and I told everyone to claim it every day. And people say, well, are you still claiming it, when it whenever the pandemic started? That's when you better be claiming yeah, it. And, you know, absolutely. Yeah. And, and God has blessed me financially, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and in every way, you know, you know, during my 2020. And I'm excited about 2021. Amen. Hey, can I share something yeah, along ahead. those lines with you? Well, first of all, I was just going to make one side comment about what you were saying about, you know, everybody still having this fear in their mind and thinking that the coronavirus is something they need to be really scared of. Faith comes by hearing. Right. Yeah, that's right. So what so are you fear. listening to? <laughs> yeah. What voice are you listening to? And if you're not listening to the right voice, you're going to get into fear. You know, words that are filled with fear produce fear. Words that are filled with faith, which would be God's word, produces a spirit of faith. And when you have a spirit of faith in operation in your life, then a spirit of peace comes on you at the same time. So a lot of people are focusing on the wrong spirit right now, and they're listening to the wrong voices. You just got to get in tune with the correct voice, you know. And then once you start hearing that, all that stuff kind of goes away. So, um, but I just think that when we're in the middle of this year, it's like you could sit here and go, well, this is this has been a hard year. This has to be a bad year for me. I'm going to tell you, when I came back to Tulsa, Oklahoma, was 2007. And if you'll remember, I'm in real estate and home building. Shawhomes.com. Yeah, Shawhomes.com. 08 was the worst worst, year in probably my lifetime and all of our lifetimes, okay? From a home building and a real estate perspective. Well, the reason I left is because I was led by the Spirit to leave Michigan, I leave Michigan to come here back to Tulsa, Oklahoma, the place where I told God, I'll go anywhere you want me to go, but not Tulsa, Oklahoma. Well, the Holy Spirit told me to come back here or else I wouldn't have come back here. And I knew that I knew it was him telling me to come and, and here. Where'd you learn the we led by the spirit of God? At rbtc.org. At Rama. At Rama. Yeah. So, so what happened was I come back here in 07 
the market comes crashing down in 08. The hardest hit real estate market in the nation was Metro Detroit, where I had just left. Mm. And when, when I remember seeing on the news an article that said, worst hit market in the nation, Metro Detroit, and the Holy Spirit said to me, I have moved you to Goshen. He said, and if you know where Goshen is, it's the place in the midst of famine where they still had great blessing on them. And I just said, thank you, Lord, for leading me into the right place. I actually traveled the country for six months before I moved, and I looked at 20 different major markets to move to, and none of them seemed right, which is something I learned here at Rama. It just didn't seem right. It was like Brother Higgin used to say, it's like getting into the bathtub and you got your socks Suck, on. Yeah. Shower where you Suck, socks or so- Shower, maybe. It, it just doesn't seem right. It didn't seem right to go to any of those places. And then my sister calls me, who had gone to Rama the year before me, and she says, have you ever thought about coming back to Tulsa? I work at a company called Shaw Homes, and I think they could use somebody like you. And it just seemed right, and I came back here. And so... 2007 was the best financial year of my life. 2008 got better, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. Every single year got better. In 2019, we had a record-breaking year. We did 64 million in sales in 2019, and I thought, this is incredible. God's blessing is so awesome. This is so wonderful. And the Lord said to me at the end of that year, he said, get ready for what's coming next. And I said, okay. I said, I feel like I have, and and I did, I sat down and just said, Lord, I feel like I have been getting ready. And we had been gearing up for like a year and a half. And we literally had the conversation right before this. We are ready to grow multiple times the size we are without really increasing our staff because we had got all of our systems and processes into place to be able to grow exponentially. So we did 64 million in 2019, which was an all-time record for us. 2020 comes and the pandemic hits. We, we had an okay January, okay February. If you remember, March 11th is the day that the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder canceled the game. Yeah, and, my, and it was all over my the son news. Was at the game. Wednesday night. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so we, he, he was there. So Wednesday night. I was supposed to be there, but I had to be here at church to preach. Okay. And then my son was, and, and he was texting me. I'm on the platform. Yeah. He's texting me. Something happened. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't know at first what was going so on. So March 11th. We close, the, basically they say, if you're not a, uh, what did they call it? Essential. A essential yeah, We business. found out we were essential. Yeah. So, so uh, well, thank God, you know, here in Oklahoma, churches were considered amen. essential right. because, because we have a spirit-filled governor here yeah. in Oklahoma. That's right. Uh, thank God for Governor Stitt. But um, anyway, so March 11th, um, we are called essential. But the problem is, is there's a stay a safer at home order and our customers can't really leave their house and come shopping to go look at a new home. But shawhomes.com. Yeah, at shawhomes.com. <laughs> Thank you. But they, there was a, what happened was all of these people who are supposed to be staying at home started to realize they don't really like the house that they're in. And if they're going to have to work from home, <laughs> they would rather have a little bit bigger home or a little bit different home. Or a home office. Yeah, or their kids are all at home with them and they need to homeschool. And, you know, all these things started happening. And then interest rates dropped down to the lowest interest rates in history. And then the other thing that happened was all these people who were afraid 
to put their home on the market because they didn't want somebody with coronavirus to come into their home. Nobody was putting their house on the market, on the used market to sell. So if you wanted a home, which everybody did because everybody didn't like their home when they were home 24-7, then you had the only option was to go build a home because there's nothing for sale. And our business exploded. And I was actually just looking at this uh, this morning. We are at 100. Last year, we did 64 million. As of the end of November, we're at $129 million in sales this year. We've more Hallelujah. than doubled 11 months into the year. And, um, and it, go back a couple months ago, the Lord told me this will not stop. Um, just keep preparing for it to grow even more. So I'm just thankful that God led me to come back here and being led by the Spirit is a thing that I learned going to Rama Bible Training College. And uh, if you don't check it out, I, I just, I mean, I really would say to anybody who's listening to this, you really need to stop whatever you're doing right now. If you're driving, pull over. If you're at work, just maybe go in the, in the bathroom at your work. Get somewhere where you can be by yourself and close the door. And I would just encourage you to spend a few minutes and just get quiet before God and ask him, if this is part of his plan for your life. Yeah. And it's not just about you. It's about all of the people that you can affect. If you come and focus on him, he is a God who knows multiplication. And what he's going to do is he's going to, what he gives to you, he's going to multiply it in your hand and give it to other people. So be unselfish and take two years to go get to know him and to get to know how to be led by the Spirit of God, to understand that he wants you blessed, to know how to operate in faith, and to know how to walk in love towards other people, and you will not regret it. RBTC.org, you got to check it That's out. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, um, you know, and I think you said a, a great thing. Our last episode, you're, you're talking about if I wouldn't have came here. I mean, obviously, huh. you, you, you could have just stayed there in the Detroit metropolitan area and, um, and, Set under a pastor, good pastors in Detroit, no, but yeah, but I don't believe you. I was be, under a Rama pastor. Rama pastor. Yeah. I, I don't believe you'd be at the place you are now. I don't either. If, if you wouldn't have in the came, you know, and, and you know, and, and then if you would have left, you know, and not came back to Tulsa, and and you know, he he set you up for yes, your for did. your for your great twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean, you know, so I mean, I literally sat within a hundred yards of the business that I now am over. I was a hundred yards away from that business. Didn't even know it existed and told God I would never come back here. I will go <laughs> anywhere, but here be careful of what you tell God you won't do. Um, but in the same, if you've already told God that an area of your life is off limits to him, I would encourage you to take a step back and let him bring correction to you and show you what he has for you. You know, years ago, I remember one day I, I went out deer hunting and I climbed up into a tree stand and, and I said to the Lord, I said, you know, I've never prayed for an entire day before. And when I go deer hunting, I sit in the stand for 20, for like the whole day from sunup to sundown. And I sat in the tree that day and I, you ever, I prayed. you get a deer? Oh, I got lots of deer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, lots I'm, of deer. I want to make sure we want to make, yeah. clarify that. Not starving. He, we he, did says, good. he sits up there all day long. I want to make sure he does get some deer. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. So, but I sat <laughs> but, in but my when, stand. But there's no deer around, you, you, right, you're right. tied to pray. Yeah. So I sat in my, my stand that day 
And I actually prayed in the spirit for the entire day. I've never, I had never done it before. And I said, Lord, I'm going to spend the whole day praying in the Holy Ghost today. So I did that from the time I got in my tree stand was actually about 30 minutes before it got daylight. And I stopped when I ate lunch in the middle of the day. But other than that, I prayed all day. And about 45 minutes before the sunset, I actually ran out of words. I've never had this happen to me before. I ran out of anything else to pray, and I literally couldn't say anything more. And I just in my mind, I was like, Lord, what is that? And he said, you're caught up. And I went, I didn't know there was such a thing. And he's like, yeah, you're good. I was like, okay. I sat there for the last 45 minutes. I watched the sunset. It was the most peace I've ever felt in my entire life, that 45 minutes sitting there in that tree stand watching the sun come uh, set. I get down out of the tree stand that night. I go home. Uh, I'm tired. I go straight to sleep. Uh, actually, I went to my parents' house and slept because it was in Michigan. I get back up the next morning. I go out into the tree stand, go out to get in my tree stand. I climb up into the stand, and usually I have like a, a draw a long cord that has my bag attached to it because I climb up into this tree and then I pull my stuff up into the tree. I'm literally pulling the stuff up into the tree and I'm hanging my bow and arrow and my bag on this hook. And the Holy Spirit said to me, you better get something out to write this down. And I, I know the voice of God when he's just bring something to me. So I get out my iPhone, I go to my notes section and I start taking notes. In this whole week, I had been seeking and asking God, Lord, I need your direction in my life. I need your direction. I need to know what your direction is for my life. Will you please speak to me and give me direction? And I'll never forget the things that he told me this day. I wrote pages of notes, but every single part of it was the first thing he said to me. He said, you keep asking me to give you direction, but the first thing you need to do is you need to receive my correction and that will be your direction. Mm. And he said, I've already told you things to do that you've left undone. I've told you things to change. A lot of it was about how I treat my wife and how I treat my kids. And he talked to me about a lot of this stuff. And he said, you need to be, he said, I lead my kids more by correction than I ever do by direction because my ways are higher than your ways. You can't understand. And he gave me the example of my son who was three years old at the time, Josiah. And he said, you remember the day that he was running? He kicked a ball across this road. And the road we lived on was a dirt road. And people would go 50 miles an hour down this road. And he's three years old. And from the time he was little, we always taught our kids, you obey mom and dad the first time without questioning, questioning us. You obey us immediately without questioning us. That was what we taught them when they were little. So he kicks this ball and it goes across the road. I, I'm on the other side of the yard. It's three acre lot. I can't get to him in time if he runs out into the road and I see this car flying down the road. And I'm like, I'm like just looking at it. I'm like, he's going to run right in front of this car. And from the other side of the yard, I yelled, stop. And he stopped dead in his tracks at the edge of the road instantly. And this car f went flying by. He got hit by the car. And um, he responded to my correction. But just like God's ways are higher than our ways, 
I didn't have time to explain to him why he needed to stop, nor would he have understood because he was three years old. And God, so many times when he gives us these little directions and these little corrections in our life, he, we shouldn't demand that he explain to us the reason why. We should just receive that correction from him. And I remember um, as they got a little bit older, then the Lord told me, okay, now that he's a little bit older, you need to go back. You need to still correct him and expect him to stop immediately without questioning. But then as he got a little bit older and knew a little bit more, he said, okay, now he still needs to do the same thing. But then later when it's just the two of you, just like God does with us, he said, then you can give him the biblical reason why or the moral reason why you told him to do that thing so that you're training his heart. And so I started doing that and I realized so many people as they grow up and mom and dad say, don't do this, don't do that. They tell kids not to do things. When they get out on their own, they were only restrained by mom and dad. And now Josiah, our son, is restrained by his own heart because the Holy Spirit takes that word and works on his heart. And he takes correction from God instead of taking correction from me. And I don't have to be there to restrain him, if that makes sense. So I think so many people just need to focus in on the correction that God brings to your heart. And a lot of people who are probably listening to this are like, you know God's told you you need to go to Rhema Bible Training College. But you're not going because other things came up. Maybe you got a good job. Maybe you got something you don't want to leave because you think what you have now is better than what he can give you. And I would just say, listen to the correction that God's giving you and take a time out to come to Rama Bible Training College and spend a couple of years focusing in on hearing the correction God has for you. And because the blessing comes from obedience to his correction. Well, and that time out is kind of like that time with your son after the correction. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it, it deepens the relationship, and that's where the understanding comes. That's right. And that's what Rain will do for you. Yeah, and I, uh, the th- main thing that I ended up with was when God told me about that correction, it's like if he can just learn as a child to listen to his father's voice and obey it immediately without questioning it, yeah. then when he's an adult, that's all he has to do. Yeah. Yeah. is listen to his father, and I'm not talking about me yeah, anymore. That's right. And you as know we, I mean? talk, so. we were talking about being led by the Spirit, the key to being led by the Spirit is he leads, we follow. Amen. Now, you, you number, a number of our listeners, we know are Rama graduates. They, they've graduated from Rama. True. You know, you know, but, but I, I want to talk about what, what Aaron said, I believe it was last program, where it's really important to stay connected. Yeah. You know, because what happens some month we graduate, we, we deconnect. And, and, yeah. and then, you know, we miss out on some blessings God has for us. And, and I believe that that every Raymer graduate should stay connected, stay coming to some of the you know, events. You don't have to come to all the events. I, I get it. You know, not only your local, I mean, the, the events here nationally, but, you know, RMAI, we have local events, um, you know, in, in, in your all region. All over the United States uh, and, 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 na- and internationally. And internationally, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and I, I believe that, you know, we as a Raymer family, I mean, that's another thing that we have – family members, you know, fellow graduates or graduated that we've connected with around the world. Yeah. And, and I, I believe it's, you know, we always talk, talk about being plugged in. Well, it's, you mentioned Winter Bible. 
You yeah. said 2015. That was a pivotal that's, moment that's, in my life. No, I think that when, was last program. So t- t- can you tell us again what, what happened in 2015 so that we, in case yeah. someone didn't listen to the last program? They yeah, could. I, was, I was ready to move away from Tulsa, Oklahoma. My wife really didn't want to be here anymore. She was putting a lot of pressure on me uh, to retire and for us to go up to our place in Alaska. And so I was literally like – within a hair of making that decision one night in 2015 when I went to Winter Bible. And that night, Pastor Hagen, during the middle of the service, he kind of stopped in the middle of the service and and he had a word for somebody that was in the in the downstairs to the left of where he was at. And he and I'm up in the center of the balcony at in in the front row at the center of the balcony. And that whole night I'm just like, Lord, I need a I need to know from you. Do you want me to stay here? Should I go? And so he turns and he says to this person downstairs, which I'm in the balcony, and he says, God wants you to stay here. You're thinking about moving to another state, and God's not finished with you yet here in Oklahoma. You need to stay here, and that's for you. And I'm, like, upset. I'm, like, sitting up there going, why is he talking to that person? That's literally what I needed to hear tonight. And so Pastor pauses for about 10 seconds, and then he literally points to me up in the balcony in the center I mean, there's a lot of people up there. I don't know that he could even see me up there, but in the lights and stuff. But he he points to right at me and he says, there's somebody up in the balcony that's thinking, why is he not talking to me? And he said, that word is for you, too. And that changed everything for me. Being led by that changed everything because I was about to leave. Well, and that would that would have messed up. God's plan for you. Yes, it would. Wouldn't have been able to prosper you like he has. But the, the point I wanted to make in, yeah. in line with what Craig was saying, a Winter Bible Seminar is is also our annual homecoming. Yeah. Uh, and, and just every, for, for you guys listening, um, 2021, it starts on Valentine's Day, um, February the 14th um, through the 19th, um, 2021. So so make plans okay. to come. My make point plans. is it sounds like a date. Yeah, it is a date. Literally. It be, literally. <laughs> literally. It better be. <laughs> but the point is simply this, it, talking about the Rama family. You, you come, if, you, if you've graduated from Rama, you're part of the family. It, it, it's good to come back to homecoming. And, and what, whether it's, you're it's, a minister or not, I yeah. mean, you know, that's yeah. thing. Sometimes people that are not ministers like, well, I don't want to come back because, you know, I'm not a minister. That doesn't matter. It's like it, we're we're kind of in the middle of the holidays right now when we're recording this. You know, yeah. people like to go to grandma's house or to mama's house. Yep. Well, I mean that keeps you in the fly flow of the relationship of the family and these blessings at grandma's house, these pie and these cake, these blessings when you come home yeah. to the family reunion. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's always a good part to stay to stay connected. But you know what? If you never come to Rama, you can't be connected now you still can be part of the Raymond family we call you know anyone who's who's been touched by our ministry Absolutely. you know wh- whether they go to a Raymond church that's a church pastor by a Raymond graduate by the way we call them all Raymond churches whether your church is named Raymond or not <laughs> you know or or, or you know, maybe you've connected you know through a, you're a part of a word partner um, 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 club or or you just read our material books tapes CDs um, DVDs MP3s mm-hmm. um, Eight tracks, eight tracks, videos, or, or, or whatever. We Twelve inch vinyl, but, whatever. But, but there, there is something about the camaraderie, you know. And, and so we, we do want to encourage, you know, all you Raymond grads out there that are listening, you know, please come back to, to some of our events. You know, it's, it's always good to see 
to see when you come home too. You know, obviously Aaron walked across the street pretty much from Ramos. So it was it was a long long walk. Let long, me tell you, long walk. He can walk to church for the, for the most part, <laughs> hundred feet if he wants to. But but you know, it's always good to to come back. And, you know, and you know, people have to make sacrifices to come back. You know, and but you make sacrifices, like I said, going to grandma's house or, yes, or going, going going back to the family. And you know, I've heard so many people talk about how they. They really didn't want to take the time to come back, but when they did, God gave them direction, yeah. you know, or maybe some correction. We're talking about direction and correction yeah, here, yeah, you yeah. know, that literally changed their life. And, and, you know, that's what happened to you. It literally changed your life because you could have made, made the wrong choice. True. You know, you know unlike AT&T, let's say make the right choice for whatever reason. <laughs> you know, I have an AT&T phone, so maybe I made the right choice. I'm not sure. Anyway, it, it works. Um, but... um. You know, if if you don't do these kind of things, maybe you're going to make the wrong choice. And so it's it's good to stay connected. Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and I know um, Tony here, he, he works with the alumni department and RMI department. Yeah, and so, we're here for you. And we're always here for you, you know, and, and to, to help not only our incoming students, but also our, our, our graduates yes, as well. Yes, yes. You know, and, and that is something, you know, if you happen to be a graduate and you are hurting, you're going through a tough time, you know, Call us at the alumni office, you know, and, you know, and, you know, we're always here to reach out and help our, our, our fellow graduates all across. You know, no, no matter if you're in ministry or not ministry, yep. you know, we still love you. Yeah. You know, maybe you just need, maybe you need to get into a good church. Maybe you're, you're there and you've been, you know, floundering around. You go to rhema.org and you find a church in your area. And speaking about, you know, a lot of the things that, that we get in, uh, information, one of the easiest ways to get information about Rama is obviously you can go to rhema.org or you can download the Rama USA app on your device. Yep. And in fact, you can listen to this podcast right here on the app. On the app, if you go to the Rama for Today channel, and, and Rama for Today channel has, has um, my, my grandfather's um, daily. Um, broadcasts as well as all these podcasts are going to be there as well as you know, we're also available on our own um if you just type in craig hagan you know in you know itunes spotify podbean, podbean. and all kinds of wherever yeah. you might get your your podcast um you know we use the the, the Lipson network um you can go to Lipson right there and listen to us there as, as well or we're over there from the Rain Before Today channel. You know, it's, it's been a, a great um, show, and we're going to have Aaron come back because Aaron's pretty smart. Yeah, Aaron's a deep hole of water. <laughs> yeah. He's not yeah. shallow. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he, he has never some, been some, called a deep hole of water before. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah, you for that. Yeah, Aaron yeah. has some, some really good insight, and, and, and yeah. I, I know we've enjoyed these last um, two programs. But, you know, here at Rainbow, we're bringing hope, hope health, and healing to the world. world.